L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Matt. And my name is Ben. And I've got my rock star right here, a couple of notes, Mm -hmm. and uh, this is stuff they don't want you to know. Yes, and today we are coming to you with our super producer, Noel, from the bunker at How Stuff Works headquarters. What up, Noel? Hey, did you hear his voice in the beginning? That's Noel. Yeah, that's the guy at the end as well sometimes, if you're lucky enough to hear him. Uh, Yes, so in addition to uh, being the producer and making so many excellent edits to uh, all of the audio podcasts. You know what? Noel is also a bass player, and he's kind of awesome, so you should check this out. Blue Bloods from Atlanta and uh, Brothers from Atlanta. It's really awesome. And they're both from Athens, Georgia. Excuse me, not Atlanta, Georgia. What am I thinking? Oh, you ruined Christmas. Yeah, so in addition to recording all of the audio podcasts for How Stuff Works, Noel is building a bunker here in our audio studio. Now, when we say bunker, we mean we have to have uh, some sound insulation here mm-hmm. uh, to keep the video studio and the audio studio from leaking into each other. Um, we've got to work on the roof and stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty a nice in upper. here, man. It's a fixer-upper, but I'm liking it. Um, I think maybe we need some more ammunition. Mm-hmm. Um, could use some more canned goods. Some lead shielding. Yeah. Maybe put this... Uh, 
couple clicks underground. Yeah, oh, there That's you impossible. go. I don't think we can build it kilometers <laughs> underground yet. But uh, why are we talking about bunkers? Great question. For anyone who happened not to read the title of the episode, uh, this is our show notes episode on secret nuclear weapons. Yeah, secret nuclear weapon programs. Or what did you say before? Alleged Oh, right, yes. Nuclear programs? Yes, we... Okay, yes, to be absolutely fair, and thank you for making that point, Matt, we will need to say allegedly ad nauseum throughout this podcast. And why do we need to do that? Well, we need to do that because there are still some countries that allegedly, finger quote, feel the finger quotes when I say this, allegedly have uh, uh, I don't I don't weapons. know if I like the way those feel. That's fine. Ooh. That's I'm sorry it's happening. Deal with it. And uh the number one thing that we found when we looked at secret nukes in our video episode was that um it's more common than people have thought originally, right? Yeah. Well, it, it's it's a sought after thing. It, it's nuclear power basically gives you a card to play against any other state that would want to maybe bully you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when you've got that card to play, you know, by the way, we have nukes. Mm-hmm. Even if they have nukes, it's that mutually assured destruction that it really kind of helps you sit at a diplomatic table uh, more than just getting pushed around. Yes. In uh, theories about international politics, this strategy is called deterrence. The idea that if you and I, Matt, are two separate antagonistic countries, um, and we may or may not have some sort of beef that could result in a mm-hmm. war. We will, we will be less likely to engage in any kind of conflict with each other because we both have the, the real life version of the ultimate nullifier. And yep. that is for the Fantastic Four fans out there. Sorry Thanks, about the movies. Man. Yeah. Hey, thank you. But point being, the idea that having such a potentially dangerous weapon uh, could dissuade people from invading or uh, engaging in economic terrorism mm-hmm. uh, simply by virtue of having this nuclear weapon, uh, it's, it's tremendously tempting for every head of state, from a dictator to a democratically elected president. And we've been in this position been for quite a while now uh, where all of these there are many countries that do have nuclear technology sure. and weaponry and a lot of them are allied on different sides you know we, you go back to the cold war of, of course mm-hmm. and uh, you look at how many times we've been close to destroying the pretty much humanity mm-hmm. life on earth at least for a while um, and it makes you it makes you think right now how close are we to getting to that point again? To getting to the point where the doomsday clock is a few minutes away. Yeah, from and that I believe it was at five minutes away last time I checked it last uh, last week. Yeah, Matt checks the doomsday clock with an alarming regularity. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten. I've, I think I've got some kind of update through my email. <laughs> right, <laughs> Google alert. Yeah. Um. All right. So this this is a great point. We've set the scene. And we know why countries want nuclear weapons. We also know implicitly why other countries don't want countries to have nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. So first, the, the only, um, the only documented use of nuclear weaponry 
in warfare is the United States in Japan in World War II at Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. And just that alone um, changed change the world, this this tremendous it's an atrocity. There's no way to say it, uh, other way to say it, because it was collective punishment. Yeah. You know, in it, in this, innocents were killed. And this goes to, um, the dark history of the nuclear weapon, because at the same time, with such a horrible, indiscriminate, monstrous thing, uh, there comes such power. And, uh, we know that if you are a nation that's trying to establish hegemony, you know, some sort of sovereignty over a region, then you don't want other nations to have nuclear power because, again, as going to your earlier point, they'll be at the table. Yeah. So we learned some interesting stuff when we looked at this video episode because we found out that quite a few countries got close to building a weapon and didn't, and quite a few countries also struck some Faustian bargains. You know, they made yeah, some yeah. deals with the devil, quote unquote, in order to acquire nuclear weaponry. Um, for instance, we know that people with, uh, countries with admitted nuclear programs, uh, France, Russia, China, the United States, um, the UK, a couple others. And those are some of the world powers that we hear about the most. Also, we know now that Pakistan and India and North Korea have nuclear programs, but those used to be secret. Mm-hmm. We also, well, North Korea's was always kind of an advertising thing. Yeah. We also know that, um, these, the, there's a, a, a bustling underground nuclear knowledge black market, right? Mm-hmm. We know that Libya and South Africa, uh, either got close to or even completed building nuclear weaponry um, before they stepped down. We, of course, know that the worst kept secret in the international community is Israel's nuclear arsenal, which people, um, you know, the Israel government, Israeli government officially neither confirms nor denies, but we do know one guy who leaked it to the world, a guy named Mordecai. Yeah, Mordecai Venunu, who's, mm-hmm. he went to prison in 1986 mm-hmm. for leaking information about their nuclear program. Yeah. And he's still, to this day, not allowed to leave. Yeah, he's uh, not allowed to leave the country. And uh, I think it was in May of this year, uh, whoever decides put mm-hmm. off his ability to leave the country again another year. And okay. I think that's just what's been happening now. Every year it gets pushed back and pushed back mm-hmm. and pushed back. He's got a website you can go to if you're interested in him. Yeah. Um, just search for Mordecai, Mordecai Venunu. Mm-hmm. And I think we mentioned, we mentioned him in our episode as well. Um, the next, the next step that we have, which, which I'd love to do an update on sometime in the future is Iran's nuclear program. Is it possible, for instance, that Iran has already built a bomb? Now, I don't think so because I think it would be announced. Um, I Do you think so? Uh, yeah, at some point. I mean, think about it. The United States has Iran surrounded by military bases. Yeah, um, I guess it is that card that you would be able to play. You want people to know you have that card in your hand. I mean, it's if, not one you... If you are literally surrounded, backed into a corner, yeah. as it were, uh, then, then I could see the motivation. But uh, the biggest question 
that I have to ask you is after we found out about the secret nuke stuff and shady characters like AQ Khan. Yeah. Uh, here's the big question. Do you think the world should have nuclear weapons? I don't know if you can answer that question because obviously you shouldn't. I, I don't think you should. Uh, having that kind of power with the kind of power hungry mm-hmm. people that run the world a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times. Sure. Uh, it's obviously dangerous. Um, but there's no, there's no way going back now. They exist. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even if we all decide through the UN or some other organizations, uh, organization to destroy all the nukes, then somebody is going to keep nukes. You know? Yeah. Somebody will. Yeah, that's true. I, I see what you're saying. Sorry, I, I know that's a pessimistic way to no, look at I, it, but I think it's a realistic way to look at it. The only way that people wouldn't keep nukes is if there were some overarching authority that does not exist at this time that would prevent it from happening. Mm-hmm. The UN has no ability to prevent that. Um, you know, the, the UN is a good idea, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't do as much as one would imagine, right? Somebody just got really mad at you for saying UN's a good idea. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. 
Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way. Knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In theory, so I, many I agree. Are a good I completely, idea. I completely agree. In theory, it's yeah. an awesome idea. In theory, direct democracy and representative democracy are both good ideas, and so is communism. You know what? In theory, I bet a strawberry pudding pop is a good idea, but I'm <laughs> pretty sure it'd be gross. I'm just saying that there's a difference between theory and practice. So in theory, while um, the UN is a different episode, and I'd, I'd love to do that, but the point being is that through these numerous agencies, the UN does not have the ability to enforce um, as as much as people might wish mm-hmm. with uh, nuclear weaponry on both sides of the fence, you know, on both the sides of people who think that they should have um, – less oversight on their nuclear programs. Iran comes up again there um, to people who think that there should be more oversight across the board. Yeah. Um, we have to, we have to point out though, that the stuff we, we learned about nuclear weaponry in this podcast um, and in our video episode told us some very interesting stuff. Um, there may be, nuclear weapon stockpiles in unidentified areas of the world in on on foreign soil. So imagine, you know, some tiny island in the Indian Ocean, the South Pacific. um, Just opens up. mm -hmm. If there's ever a a massive war, Mm -hmm. just starts flinging missiles. Right, like the... Rockets. Like the thing that's pretty much a nuclear test, excuse me, alleged nuclear test, uh, the Vela incident, mm-hmm. which we cover in another video. Um, and the Vela incident, I don't know, Matt, could you describe it? It was an alleged test. We, it wasn't proven. At least nobody would say that it was definitely a nuclear test. Uh, that happened, it happened in the middle of the ocean. There's a huge variance of where it could have been. Yeah. Uh, something like, uh, Three uh, three thousand radius. A three is that true? A three thousand kilometer radius. Kilometer radius. Yeah, that's a huge area. Uh, But it was a satellite that picked up the double flash, uh, and this was a satellite that had you know detected lots of other tests, and Mm -hmm. it was the first time that 
I guess it was controversial uh, right. that it picked up a flash, but they don't, they didn't think, well, maybe it's not a flash. How did we have, to, uh, how do we see it? We were careful. We said this in the episode, um, or the vlog we did about it. We said, uh, okay, according to the official story, they, they, this is not a nuclear test, uh, which would mean that this is the first and the only time that any of the Vela satellites, because there are multiple ones, mm-hmm. have ever been wrong about this. And the other proposed alternatives that could have given false positives for nuclear tests. A meteorite hitting yeah. the satellite. Which is, you have better odds of winning the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> it is literally billions and billions to one. Uh. But who knows? Again, plausible, possible. Who well, knows? yeah, they, the... The documents that I was reading, the highly redacted documents that we actually show in the video that I was reading through, seem to suggest that they they were really looking at South Africa and their program at the time and possibly working with Israel uh, for a joint test. But again, there's so much redacted material in there that probably has more of the definitive answer to what they think. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not going to know. Well, I... F- Think now it's, it's one of those open secrets as time passes. You'll, you'll see a lot of credible journalism that talks about Israel, or not Israel, but South Africa's program, mm-hmm. wherein they did successfully build weapons and people do think that they were the primary tester. Um, and you hear people bring up the, bring up Israel, bring up other partner countries that might mm-hmm. be involved, you know, like maybe France or, um, I mean, not India, but things like that. Mm-hmm. And this brings us to one of my favorite things that we didn't really get to talk about in the video, which is secret nuclear strategies. Um, the, the thing is that a lot of countries that have nuclear weapons that that are known, they they vary in their policy toward these weapons. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. France has this, uh, if we're attacked, everybody is a target policy. So if we're attacked with a nuclear weapon, everybody, everybody is a potential target. Everybody gets a nuke. You get a nuke. Yeah. Russia, you get a nuke. Let's call it the Oprah style. Sure. <laughs> oh, that's um, exactly what it is. And then um there are rumors that Israel has the Samson option, which is um which is a similar r- retaliatory plan. All, all all of the countries that have nuclear weapons, thank goodness, have a stated uh no first strike policy. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wants to be the person who drops one of those first. Uh, but everybody wants to be able to respond in kind. Um, the United States has a policy similar to that. Um, one of my favorites, um, is the dead hand. Do you remember that one? That sounds really familiar. You're going to have to enlighten me. All right. So it's the, it's the Russian policy. You remember this one, Matt, where, wherein this came from the Cold War and, the alleged strategy is this, that there was a system in place in Soviet Russia wherein an attack, a nuclear attack that wiped out Moscow, wiped out all of the power centers, right, uh, would trigger an automatic launch of all nuclear weaponry. So it's like Good a switch, a, a dead man's yeah, switch. Yeah, yeah. You've seen that before, right? Everybody yeah. listening where you're holding... Uh, the control mechanism in your hand, and if you get shot when your hand releases it, it goes off. 
Yes. And the idea of that is just so fatalistic and frightening. It really is frightening. Um, seems kind of smart. I don't know. And I know it's messed up, but well, yeah, I mean, they're not, you, you don't make these kind of policies worried about, you know, making friends. Yeah. Right? Cause country states don't have friends. They have interests. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's definitely a chest out policy. Like, come on, try it. Yes. And, and, uh, you know, North Korea has been accused of having a nuclear policy that is entirely based on gaining aid, you know? Okay. We'll detonate this bomb. <laughs> Help us or we'll detonate let's this bomb. Ne- well, let's have some negotiations and we need more, uh, food or aid of some sort. Mm-hmm. And then we'll pretend to negotiate away our nuclear capability. It's another thing. Very, very few countries uh will give away their nuclear ability um or concede that ability once they gain it south africa being a notable exception um i guess at this point i've got i got to ask you do you think it's possible that there could be a country now that has nuclear weapons that no one knows about ah oh, that's tough because you can see now if there is a well it is possible if it was if they were just brought in, like perhaps they didn't um, enrich the uranium on their own mm-hmm. at a facility inside whatever country we're we're talking about. Okay. Um, if they just had them smuggled in, then sure. But I think if you are enriching uranium in a country somewhere, somebody is going to know about knows. it. Somebody knows about it with satellite technology now. I mean, you need a, a fairly big facility to do that. Okay, that makes sense. So I guess what you're saying then is if there was a, I don't know, U.S. or French-owned nuclear arsenal based in a different country, like in Sri Lanka or Kazakhstan or something like that, then there could be nuclear power there that we are not aware of. But for domestically produced stuff, people would find out about it. I think definitely. Okay. I got to ask you this, too. This is just pure speculation at the end. (sighs) All right, it's just your your total opinion. All right, let's do it. Do you think Iran is wants a nuclear bomb? Do you think they'll make it? I would say it again, just from what we've been discussing, the how they're cornered, where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably it's so weird. They're in such a strange place because they they kind of need one. Uh, they kind of need one for protection, but then diplomatically, it's such a, a bad move right now. Mm-hmm. It seems like it would be the secret route. If if I was if I was in Iran, I would go the secret route. I would try and use my allies to get weapons mm-hmm. without uh, doing it on my own. Well, you know, the uh, newest president of Iran uh, is supposedly uh, striking a more conciliatory tone with Washington, but. You don't, don't, uh, do you think that Iran would attack, uh, different countries? Because usually what's being drummed up here is the idea that Iran would, um, attack, uh, Israel primarily, right? Also possibly, um, Saudi Arabia, right? Because yeah, the whole yeah. Sunni Shia. That's tough split. for me, man. There, there's mm-hmm. so much, so much of that to me is smoke and mirrors. Um, yeah. From the people that want that land, want to control that area and, you know, don't want, they are a threat. 
right? I mean, the people who want to control the Strait of Hormuz. Yeah. Okay. And that sounds like a story for another day. Of course, we are talking about one of the biggest choke points for uh, the petroleum trade in the world. Um, quick myth busting on that one. Yeah. Something a lot of people don't know, uh, that you and I only learned in the course of the show. Uh, the United States does not get the majority of its oil from the Middle East. Don't believe the hype. 40% of the United States, uh, products of that sort come from Canada. Canada is our largest foreign supplier of petroleum. Thanks guys. Or natural, is it petroleum and natural gas or something like that? Fossil fuels. Yes. Let's just make an umbrella term. Um, and we are going to head out. We would like to hear what you think about nuclear weapons. Is it possible that all of the world's nuclear weapons would be dismantled? Should they be? We think there's no way it's going to happen. Yeah, if you have a good idea for that, please let us know. Send it to the UN. Send that idea wherever you can mm-hmm. because kind of maybe we need that to happen. That might be a big step for humanity. No, nah, no one's going to listen. Next, uh, my prediction for next uh, secret nukes, base, the moon. Oh, I'm yeah, serious. man. Yeah, dude. Come on. That's going to be so much fun, the the nuclear battles that occur on the surface of the moon. Fun, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be lots of fun. The moon's a small place, man. I know. It would be a, it would be a one-punch battle. I kind of want to see what happens with a nuke on the surface of the moon, just from a gravity standpoint, and I, I'm interested. <laughs> That's some apocalyptic stuff, my friend. That's I've been playing way too much Fallout lately. I mean, the 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 seas, the rivers, the tides. Oh, man. I hope that doesn't happen, but we live in a time where things like that could completely happen. So let's make the most of the time we have. Uh Matt, is this episode coming out before the end of the year? Yes, sir. All right, then we have one other piece of big news. Right now on our YouTube page, as we record this, we are at like 99,400-something. And Matt, you and I asked ourselves a while back if we would actually make it to 100,000 before 2013 was over. Oh, we're so close, man. We're taking it right down to the wire, like that Kanye West song. <laughs> yeah. It's it a good song. Whatever. It is. I know. Uh, I agree. I like the album. Uh And we would love it if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel. So check it out and subscribe if you'd like and uh help us see if we can reach that goal. This is just like karma on Reddit, you guys. It doesn't actually do anything. It would hopefully make us happy. I don't know. It, it might just make makes us bosses happy. happy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. We'll be less likely to get fired. Save us for the end of the year. Um, <laughs> and this is one last thing. I just want to yeah. stress this. I, I talked about it a couple episodes ago. Whenever you get a chance, I, I don't want you guys to feel like a weirdo showing your friends these videos about conspiracies, but sharing them with your friends, it's kind of, it would be great for us because I don't know, spreading this information. That's what we're trying to do. We want more people to be thinking about this stuff. And uh, you can help us out. Just show your friend, show your dad, show your mom. Who cares? You know what I would do uh, if if I was going to show a video to my family and friends, then I would probably write to the guys who do it and say, hey, can I get a shout out on this? And then I would show my nah, family. That's a way to do it. All right. So you can get a shout out from us if you, let's do a quid pro quo Clarice kind of thing. Okay. If you write to us with a, 
a topic suggestion, especially if we take that topic suggestion, then we will also give you a shout out of your choice. We'd love to uh, start bringing some listener mail here. I had some some people have written to us, and I haven't brought it in yet, but I think. I think very soon we're going to we're going to have to take up some of these listeners on your awesome requests that you're sending in. So go ahead and be a part of this before uh, we become eccentric billionaires who don't read our own email. <laughs> very soon, man. You guys, I've yeah, I've got a list of things I have to get once I become an eccentric billionaire. Oh, what's the what's the bad joke? I'm at 999 million right now and I'd really like to make it before the end of the year. <laughs> uh yeah, but do send us an email. Tell us what's going on, tell us what you think about secret nukes. Tell us what you would like to hear in an upcoming audio or video episode. Our email address is as always conspiracy at discovery.com. For more on this topic and other unexplained phenomena, visit testtube.com slash conspiracy stuff. You can also get in touch on Twitter at the handle at conspiracy stuff. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.